What's going on, my friends? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And uh, happy Monday. This morning we have a returning guest, all right? Somebody who uh, has shared a bit of their journey on a previous episode and is back to share, as we've titled this show, Full-Time Physical Therapist and Mom Finds Secret to Profitable Online Biz. So uh, if you're watching this, uh, show us some love. You know, Let us know that there's life out there. And if you're listening to the replay, then uh, feel free to interact just as it's live. All right. With that being said, Sarah, welcome to the show. Good morning. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So um, when were you on the first time? Do you remember roughly? Sometime in July. So three months ago, two months ago. Okay, nice. So you actually took my invitation of come back every few months and keep us updated on your journey, which I say often. Uh, so awesome. What's changed in the last three months? Um, well, obviously, I've made more money. Um, my business is going good. Um, in the title, you know, it's I, I still work full time. Mm -hmm. So I'm just now kind of getting around to scaling my business, going back and reviewing I'm, I'm just ready to do more. You know, I'm ready to take my business farther mm -hmm. and I'm just, I'm just now getting there. I did the, the first three months, took the advice of just doing one thing and now it's time to go for more. Okay. Okay. Well, awesome. What, uh, what's the biggest learning lesson that you've had or thing that you are like, wow, you know, um, this is, this is different than my first few months now that you're, how long? About six or nine months, like fully into this? A year? What? Five. I've been doing it since five months. May. Okay. Five months. So yeah. what what do you know at five months that you didn't know at like two or three that you feel like has made a, a significant difference in how you sort of approach things? Um, There's several things. I, I guess consistency and, and rolling with the punches. So my first TikTok that I had going was rolling, doing great. And then it just got shadow banned. It got shut down. And so okay. I went through like a few days of like this. Oh, is my business over? Like, is, am I done? But then, <laughs> and then, you know, I, I just kind of had to pick up the pieces and I started all over uh, with a new following anyways, not with new techniques. So I just kind of mm -hmm. had to roll with that. You know, my business didn't end. I just had to innovate and do something new and different and start that over again. And there again, what I learned at the very beginning dedication and consistency and really just helping people you know my when i go live on my TikTok or when i make videos i think people respond to other people who are just real they don't i don't feel like people want to see you know flashy things and i did this and i did this i'm just a regular person like most of the people who are on TikTok that follow me are and i took this course and i learned this skill and it's blown my mind how much it's worked for me so that's what I'm sticking to. Is is Legendary Marketer the only training that you've ever had? Yes. Yes. Wow. I mean, I've, I've looked at some other things, but really it all comes back to what you taught me um, or what Legendary taught me through the, through the course. And then I did the blueprints. I have the blueprints. I'm actually in the process of going back through some of that and relearning because there's just so much information there. I tell people all the time when they ask me about the blueprints, you know, is it worth it? It's it's way worth it for me because every Thursday I get more education. I can go back and watch the blueprints anytime I want. You know, it's it's like 
something I can continuously pull from to educate myself more to do more with. So, and there's been significant ROI on that investment too, just to be clear, right? So it's <laughs> not just so for you, there's actually been return on investment, money, monetary commissions, yes. money in the yes. bank account, right? When, when Sai was my uh, business plan advisor, he had me make my goals. Like I'm sure everybody does. And when I look at that sheet of paper now that I wrote my goals on, I think my long-term goal was to make $3,000 by like the end of July. And I, I totally blew that out of the water. And so sometimes, as I'm sure many people see, people don't want to spend any money to make money. They don't want to put forth any type of investment. But when I think about my investment in the blueprints, I think I could have probably made that investment three times and, you know, it's still worth it to me because... Mm -hmm the training and education is, is constant. It's I'm always learning from it. Yeah. And it's different, at least for me than a, like a college education, for example, because it's specific. So it's like a trade education. Like what we're doing here is almost like trade school, which I think personally is better than a general like business degree or a general marketing degree from college. I think if you're going to be a heart surgeon, there's only one way to be that, which is you got to go through the traditional system and get those licenses and those degrees and so forth, those letters behind your name and do that, that internship or residency. Um, but if you're just going to go to college just to, just to kind of, you know, just to, just to fill time, I guess, if you will, and you don't really know what you want, it's almost better to take an online course or it's better to take something that is not going to cost you 40, 50, 60, $80,000 and spend four years of your time. Um, and I'm thinking of somebody specifically right now who, you know, got a master's degree and literally doesn't have a job. It's a generalized master's degree in business and marketing does can't get a job, doesn't have a job. Uh, is 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 literally uh, settling for telemarketing jobs and working as like a secretary and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. But what's wrong with that is that she's got eighty thousand dollars in student loan debt, and she's been waiting four to six years to get into the workforce. So for me, it's it it's I, I guess. I like to try to have empathy and compassion for people who are freebie seeking, but I also like to try to give them a different perspective that, well, what are your alternatives? What other plan do you have? What else do you have lined up? And you, interestingly enough, have both of those perspectives being an RN uh, or, or is that what you are, a nurse? No, I do physical therapy. Okay, so you're a physical therapist and you have which required education. And that was more specific. Um, but now, then you took an online course, which took you a couple of weeks. And then you yeah. are doing some continued education and got right into the workforce. I mean, isn't it isn't it incredible? It's it's almost like I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean to discredit my degree. You know, I don't mean that at all. Sure. But in, I went to school and got my degree like I was supposed to. You know, I did it. Yeah. Um, and I've been working at my job. You're a good little girl. You're a good little I, girl. I did exactly what they told me to do. <laughs> right. Um, I was a bad little boy. I didn't do exactly <laughs> what I was supposed to do. I'm I, a rule I took a hard left. <laughs> but I, I did that, right? And I do like my career. That's another thing. There's so many people who do this because they're trying to escape their nine to five. I'm not yeah. necessarily trying to escape yeah. that. 
I'm just seeing it. I'm 35. I've been working at my job for, you know, right at 14 years now. Mm. I can't do that physical job for the rest of my life. I don't feel like, or do I really want to, you know, or, or I come from the perspective. I have a family. I have a husband and two kids. I give the best of myself to the people I work with all day. Yeah. You know, so when I found this online business, I can work when I want to. I'm, I'm not wearing myself out physically. Yeah. And in the time I've been doing affiliate marketing, like if I continue to do what I've done, I will double my salary at my nine to five job. Just in one to two hours a day doing this on the side, like, and I'll just be really honest because I just went and said that honesty is what I go with. You know, my daughter had a softball tournament in Chattanooga this weekend. I maybe gave 30 minutes to an hour total Saturday and Sunday to my business and I still made money, mm-hmm. you know, when I had to take off for my other job. So yeah. it's just this, it's this whole phenomenon that my mind has been open to about passive income and letting, you know, your business work for you when you're not even there. It's, yeah. I tell people all the time, the 15 day business builder challenge, it, it obviously taught me about an online business and affiliate marketing but my mindset was shifted to yeah. something I, I never even knew it was out there. Mm. It, it's just opened my eyes to all of that. And I can imagine because in my city, which I, I feel is a little bit like Tampa, Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg is a little bit more, I guess, technologically progressive, right? Than, right. than most of Tennessee minus maybe Nashville, <laughs> right? But I, so, right. But, but I still literally know five to 10 internet marketers in like around in my city. I can imagine um, that the idea of working online and the idea of, 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 you know, having an online business is quite a foreign concept (laughs) to most of your friends and family. Is that right? And how have you dealt with that? Definitely. Well, how I dealt with it at first was I kept it a complete secret. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. You know, obviously my husband knew and and I have a 12-year-old daughter and she's on TikTok and she was humiliated at first, but she's not now. Um, I really didn't tell anybody. I did just start a Facebook organic, like a, a Facebook page um, probably about a month or two ago because it's legit. I'm making money and I'm not just making like a little bit of, I've, I've made significant money, you know? So now I tell people about it, but it's still completely foreign to them. They all want to go, or not all, I shouldn't say that. They want to say, oh, so you're in a pyramid scheme. And I'm like, no, (laughs) no. And oh, it's an MLM. And I got to tell you, Dave, MLMs is what I would run from. I I just, I don't want to market to my family and friends, you know, so that's not what I'm trying to do. And that's, I'm not going to talk to anybody about it unless they bring it up to me personally, you know, people in my Family well, Sarah, that, um, that's 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 unfortunate because I was going to roll out a new marketing training that was all about how to pitch your friends and family, and I'm, yeah. I'm disappointed how to, to hear that you won't be taking that. that. <laughs> <laughs> right? How to win? How to slam dunk your grandma in the in the business? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'd, well, okay. I'll I'll put that. I'll table that training. You maybe might want to think a, about that little a little bit. A little bit down the road. But no, I get it. I mean, I, I've been through that. I joked about that last week with, with somebody. Um, and yeah, I, I just had a thought and I want to just speak so clearly and so directly and so bluntly. 
You want to know how to enroll like mentally in, in, in get the support of your children and your spouse or whatever, make money, make money. Right. I mean, like I, it is so fascinating to me. Like, do you want to know how to win friends and influence people like more than any other way? It's to give them money. <laughs> like it's the truth though. It is, man. I mean, you can be the nicest person. You can, you can treat somebody with the utmost respect and you can walk away and, 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 and oftentimes they will still say, yeah, you know, well, you know, good for them or talk shit behind your back, basically. You know what I mean? Right. Just have some snide remark. But I tell you what, you put a $20 bill in somebody's hands or you buy them dinner and you are the night. Oh, God <laughs> bless it. I'm sure you hear this. And think, God bless her heart. You bless know, her. the Lord is working through her. You know <laughs> what I mean? And it's just, it's just, it's just fascinating. I mean, I, and I heard that and I was mad at first, like when I was first getting started because I wasn't making any money. And my wife was like, totally like just kind of fearful that I was just wasting time and we had bills to pay. And, you know, people that I was listening to were like, man, just, 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 you know, what, you know, absolutely influences your spouse, your wife more than anything get that first check, put money in, put pay, you know, be able to pay a bill, make money. So you can, and I'm telling you, I would get so mad because I was like, there's gotta be a, a, a something I can say, or give me some, cause I'm not making money. And you know what? It, until I started in, in, I mean, she, she became more positive because she wanted to support my dream. But I'll tell you what, when I, when I was able to go and, and pay my rent, my half of the rent, you know, I don't know if you remember those days, right? Back yeah, you were, that you, helps. You know, <laughs> you know, you had, before you were married, right? And you were, you were splitting dinners and splitting rent and stuff like that. And, you, you right. know, separate finances. Well, when I came to the table with money from my business to pay my part of the bills and then, and then I'll tell you what, really, when now, then all of a sudden I could pay her half with money from my business. I'm going to tell you something. Brownie points for, for years. I'm still living on some of the brownie points from back then, <laughs> like still riding that wave. I cash them in every now and then, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's incredible. And I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be insensitive to those of you who are not making money yet. And you feel like, well, Dave, just give me the secret magic line that I can say to my spouse. And, and you know what? Here, just, just don't quit until you make money, until you can t take your parents out to dinner and pay for them, until you can buy your mom a car, until you, it, but again, it starts with just buying them dinner. As a matter of fact, my mom came back in town from North Carolina. She travels back and forth. Last night, first night in town, called her up, took her, took her and my stepdad out for dinner. Paid, there paid you go. That's the way to my heart. Buy me food. That's that's it. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, you <laughs> some of you fellas out there who are like younger and you're trying to, you know, pick up chicks, whether you're trying to find your soulmate or just, you know, find your 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 one night stand. It's <laughs> like, man, just, you know, if you can just if you can just pay for dinner, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you. sometimes. It's like, just start there, you know, <laughs> just don't be that guy who takes the girl out and is like, 
looks at the and you know gets out and starts inspecting the bill to break <laughs> down how much your half is. You don't be that guy, you know. Right. So any, I'm on a complete and total tangent right now. I'm with you anyways, though. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, can we just be honest? Just stop bullshitting people. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, with all this, like, you know, it's just, just don't quit until you can make money. So what are some of the other things that have happened that, that we can, in your life that have been uh, aha moments or that have sort of, you know, you now see your future as different? Is it, is it vacations? Is it money for investments or retirement? Is it like, what other things have changed for you now that you are bringing in some extra dough and have the potential to bring in much more? A lot of things. So when I started, it's because we had a family vacation coming up and we needed extra money. That was, that was my first thing. Well, we blew that. I don't, I don't mean that to sound cocky or arrogant, but that, that was handled that we did that. We've actually, um, plan another vacation for February. We're, we like to travel. I'd rather have an experience over a thing any day. So, um, but actually right now, and the reason that this is the only shot that you're going to see of me, my husband and I bought our dream home. We, um, it just kind of came about. Um, and I say often we could have bought the house without my extra income. We could have squeaked in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, we're getting all new furniture, we're new washer and dryer. And I'm not even, I don't mean to say I'm not worried about it. I think a part of me will always be concerned about the money I spend, but sure. it's there. It's yeah. there. And then actually what I'm doing now, when you asked if I did any other courses on affiliate marketing, what I'm looking into now is more of um, investing. I, I really want to learn that. I've, mm. I went into the wealth niche because money has always intrigued me, how it how it works and grows and you save it. And I'm a saver, but yeah. I'm seeing now that I've got some money, not, well, I've got more money than I've ever had in my savings account. And I don't right. want it to sit there. I'm ready for it to grow. Sure. sure so yeah, it's, absolutely. Changed, it's changed every aspect of, of my life, honestly. And I don't mean money can buy happiness. That that's, that's not true. I'm not happier because I have money, but you would rather sit around and cry in your dream home than in not crying your dream home. Right. I would. I would. <laughs> yes. Come on now. I mean, like money buys a little bit car. of happiness. Money buys a exactly. little bit of happiness. It, it makes things a lot easier. That's what I was about to say. I don't, yeah. I'm not happier because I have money, but we spent that weekend in Chattanooga a lot easier because I wasn't worried about it. You know, it's yeah. easier. I, I, it's easier. I, look, I mean, here's here's the here's the truth. Uh, my truth is that um, money, yeah, money makes the quality of your life better. Money makes you have less stress. And for me, the opposite of stress and fear is happiness and lightness and freedom. And, um, I, I just, I think that part of the money, like some of you who have limiting beliefs around money, and I did too, need to take a good look at some of the things that, that, that we say to ourselves, uh, like, you know, well, you know, we don't have much, but we're, you know, we, we, you know, money does money doesn't buy happiness, but we. You know, and I was just talking about gratitude, having gratitude and thankfulness with my daughter this morning because every single homeless person that she sees, she wants to give money to. 
You know what I mean? And so I'm like, well, you know, you know, how can I help her to understand that um, that we don't have to give money to every single person that we see, but we can allow that to be something that makes us feel thankful for what we have. And that can be another way of being a, a good citizen, a good person. Right. Um, but she does, man. She let, and she pulls up, she sees daddy, give me some money, give me money. And she <laughs> wants to roll that window down. And she is a, a precious, sweet little empathetic. Girl. That is sweet. Oh it's, no. It's I really sweet. Garden. But I think um, that, for, for a lot of us, my point was, is that taking a real good look at the, the, the things that we say to ourselves about money that enable us to, to quit, right? Like, well, if it doesn't work out, money doesn't buy happiness. And, and again, that it's how do I use these little slogans in my life? Each one has to have self-awareness and take a good, honest look at that. But how do I use these little slogans in these little sayings that I likely grew up with hearing? How am I letting my, my poverty ridden family members, my, my fight, you know, a lot of us grew up in homes that had parents with lots of credit card debt or lots of poverty around us or what are we still playing those same songs that they had playing doesn't mean that we love them less doesn't mean that we're not grateful for what they did for us and gave us and taught us but in terms of money are we allowing their same soundtracks to play inside of our head and to enable us to quit that's kind of the point that i'm trying to make uh I get it. And I, I drew, I grew up in a home similar to that. I've loving parents are awesome and wonderful. They were skeptical though. Whenever I told them about what I was doing and a part of me just wanted to not say, I would never say it, but it's almost like people want you to repeat the same mistakes they made or they don't, they don't want to embrace anything new because it's so different from what you've been told to do. Like we talked about earlier, going to college, get a degree, work 50 years, you yeah. know, it's so different from that. Yeah. But somebody the other day, speaking on what your daughter said, they told me I was lucky for the money I've made online. They called me lucky. And yeah. I mean, may, maybe some of it has been a little bit of luck. Like maybe, you know, I had a good sales call or whatever. But there's, there's, it's really, I did the job. You know, I took the training. I applied it. I, I've committed to learning every day. I'm committed to my business. I don't really think there's, there's always a little bit of luck in there, but I'm also doing it, you know, and I'm making my business work for me. Uh, but you've done the job and there may be a little bit of luck that's involved in it. And that's fair. I think we all, you right. know, luck to me is opportunity when opportunity and preparation meet each other. So you did the, the preparation exactly. and the opportunity for, for me, the opportunity has been 2021. Um, a lot of people who have put in the hard work uh, or said yes this year have been able to take advantage of some of the opportunity of everybody staying at home and coming online, right? Are they lucky? I, I guess, maybe. Um, or are you just mad that you, you didn't do that? Uh, that, that right. You know, I always, I always get a kick out of people who, um, you know, hate the rich. It's like, well, are, do you really hate them? Or do you, are you just mad that you're not rich? I mean, if let's just be honest and let's stop, you know, it's like a lot of these things that we say 
only hurt us. Like, just like you, you're did, when somebody called you lucky, did you lose sleep over it? Were you just all, it's kind of funny, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought about it over and over because I'm not a very like quick, I'm not quick to come back at somebody. I can think about it later and be like, Oh, that's what I should have said, you know, but, I, but that's not necessarily a bad thing either. But sure. I thought about it like lucky, lucky. They didn't take the course. They didn't do the training. They didn't get up at 5 a.m. to make content. Like, I've made sacrifices. I didn't just, somebody on my live the other day said, so I pay $7 and I just start making money. I was like, no, no, no. You've really got to learn something and you really have to apply it. But the thing is, is that then you've got that. Like, I've got the knowledge. You know, I did learn that in school. Nobody can ever take your education from you. You know, that is mine. I'm the yeah. owner of my knowledge. And so if, like what I would tell people, if, if you want to be lucky too, go learn something, you know, or, and then go put it into action. Yeah. You know, you've got to have some action behind that or it's, it's never going to come into fruition. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, I think that there is a way to be, that there's a way to be confident about and, and actually build self-esteem. I mean, what a lot of you are hearing me speaking and saying is, I'm, this is self-esteem and confidence that I've built over a long period of time of doing what I know other people are not willing to do. It's not a, it's not a mystery to me. I'm not wondering about it. I've sacrificed more Fridays than anybody that I know. I've sacrificed and worked on weekends more than anybody that I know. I've, you know, I've, I've, um, and it's not, I don't regret it. It's not even something that I'm, I, I, you know, I don't ever bring it up like, well, you know, like a bitter person. I'm not mad because I'm, it's something that, that now has, you know, it pays dividends for me. It's always paid dividends. I've made significant money for in online for, for roughly 10 years now. Um, and so it's not just something that is, it's, this is not new to me. This is, so I started making money in my first year and I had my first $40,000 month um, within about 18 months or so, eight, between 18 months and two years uh, since the very first, my very first beginning. Wow. And, you know, that I had other large months leading up to that that were large to me. That was just, I remember like when I had that month, I was like, okay, I'm rich. I was like, this <laughs> is, I'm rich. <laughs> you know? But, and now I know that I really wasn't rich, but, but, uh, you know, I was like, I'm rich. I'm, I'm, I've got enough money to last me for the rest of my life. I remember thinking, um, <laughs> but, but man, I mean, you, you know, that all came from a lot of hard work. It came from a lot of dedication. And my point is, is that self-esteem is the foundation of success and what this business does for you is if you follow through and stick with it, it builds self-esteem. And what self-esteem creates is confidence. And what people follow is confidence because people are generally uncertain and they're generally full of fear about their own lives. And uncertainty and fear are people creating people looking for leadership and looking for confidence. And as we all know, there's a lot of people over history and a lot of people in our society who are confident con men, right? Con, that's where confident came from. Um, 
and who who attract people down bad paths, right? Gangs, uh, you know, uh, all these things are people who do have confidence and can attract people who are uncertain and who are full of fear. But what confidence does and self-esteem does for you as a business person and an online marketer allows you to speak with certainty and speak value and, and tell stories and let people know that there's hope for their situation because you found hope. And what that does is that attracts people to take your recommendations and know, like, and trust you. And so where does my confidence come from? It doesn't come. I didn't, I wasn't born with it. I didn't magically just get it one day. It's come from Find meeting challenges, overcoming them, sticking with it, doing what other people are unwilling to do, and then getting results. And getting results when people said that I wouldn't get results. It's it, all of that stuff has built this foundation of self esteem because I've now also overcome my imposter syndrome that I had when I first got, when I first started having success too, and when I first got started um, to now a true a true confidence that's built from self-esteem. And I think that that's why I am being as blunt as I am this morning about look at the things that you're saying, be honest with yourself, stop bullshitting yourself about, you know, what it takes to be successful. It doesn't take being getting lucky. It, it's not about a silver spoons or somebody handing it to you. Every single person, Sarah included, that you see on this show is 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 self-made. They took some – I didn't fly to their house. Matt didn't fly to their house and get them out of bed every morning. They took some training, and they applied the training. And then most of all, they overcame – they just didn't quit. That's it. They just didn't quit, and they got better over time. And they didn't lie to themselves. I think that is so important. You and you've hit on we've hit on this several times this morning, which is why I'm loving this episode. We 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 have to address our bullshit. We have to stare it in the face and we have to take a look at the little sayings and the little soundtracks and take full responsibility for our business and if we are willing to do that, not blaming others and not playing the victim. If we're willing to do that, we'll find that the skills are a lot easier to develop and apply than what I'm talking about. And that's why I'm talking about this as much as I am this morning, because, Sarah, I know for you, you just admitted a moment ago that you, you know, need to go back through the training. You're going to be constantly evolving your skills. Yes. But the big thing that you hit on was this mental shift that you had of and for each person it's going to be a bit of a, a different mental shift but for most of us it really is being honest about what the issue is and it's always us it's always us and that's the only thing that we're ever going to get anything out of we never get anything out of blaming somebody else or taking somebody else's inventory we only benefit from saying how can I do better and doing an inventory of ourselves? Right. So anyways, I'm ranting, but what, what comes up for you as I, as I say that? No, I completely agree. I just talked to my daughter last night. She hates middle school. And I told her, I said, you need to change your attitude about it. 
you know, unless you want to get your GED at 12 years old and climb under houses and work on HVAC systems or plumbing, you need to get a better attitude about it. Because once your attitude shifts, middle school might not be as bad as you think it is. So, like, I have, I told this story of three friends. These are my three friends I work with. The first friend said, I don't really care what you're doing. I don't want to do it. I, I can't make videos of myself. I'll work my nine to five. I like my job. And I was like, oh, okay. They brought it up, not me. Mm-hmm. My second friend, she was like, you know, I, I kind of want to look into it. I don't know what I'd do. I think she's probably how most people are about starting an online business. Like the money part sounds good, but they don't know what to do. And then my third yep. friend was kind of like how I was when I started the 15 day business builder challenge. I knew on day two, I was going for it. Like I'm doing it. I'm going for it. And my point was just that first friend that never looks outside the box or that never considers doing anything different is probably never going to make any big changes in her life. I love her. She's a good friend of mine, but until you're willing to say or do until you're willing to say, I don't love the path my life is on financially. I need to do something to change it. It's not going to change by going back to your nine to five every day and doing the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. It's, it's going to change with action, with training and, and acting on that training. And, you know, and then when you see results, do more of that, you know, yeah. like I think everybody and I'm learning, I'm not a pro at all, but when I make a video and it gets 40,000 views overnight, like I had a video do last night, that tells me I need to do more of that. That's what yeah. people like, you know? So I guess my point is to what you said, the mindset, my mindset shift that's been the biggest transformation for me other than the money. The money is a big one, but I know now because I have the training, I can do anything, not anything, but like with my online marketing, like you just said, you had a $40,000 month. When you said that, I thought, Oh my gosh, I'll never like, I can't imagine that. But when I made those goals five months ago, I never thought I'd have a $2,500 day. And I did. So that just tells you right there. Like, you know, anybody, if you do this training and you learn these skills and you apply it, you can, it can really happen. Like I'm, I'm going to let you know when I have a $40,000 month though, day. please, please I might do. send you a steak in the mail. I don't know. Oh, I would I <laughs> love buy your, buy your dinner. <laughs> oh, I would love that. I'll cook it right immediately up and probably burn the hell out of it, but I'll, I'll eat it anyways. Um, yeah. just to but, celebrate with you. I, you know, it's, it's, it's true. Um, it's, it, there are three different types of people in this world. The people who, who, you know, I think the saying goes, um, the people who, uh, watch, wait, what, how does it go? Watch, watch things happen, make things happen or say what happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Know? That's true though. Yeah. That's yeah, a good yeah. example of that. Yeah, totally. It's, it's like, they're just, yeah, they, it, but I, I, you know what? I respect the person who's just like, look, I'm just not going to change, you know, because they're, they're honest, you know, Yeah. I, I struggled for years with this, uh, being like five minutes late thing. And I, we worked on it. My, my wife and I've talked about it over and over again. We've gone, we've, we've, it's been brought up in coaching and therapy and everything else. And uh, I'm telling you, man, it's like, it's been like a (laughs) thing. It's a problem. It's it's been a problem. But one day (laughs) I just said, I'm tired of working on this. I'm done working on it. Like it's, I'm, I'm almost 40 years old. I'm done 
working on it. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to hear about it anymore. And I don't mind, and I don't mean like you don't ever say anything about it again. I mean, you can, you know, bitch and moan all, all day long about it. You can talk to your friends about it, but I'm not changing. <laughs> you know? Right. This is I'm me. I'm not going to change this. I, I'm, I'm willing to grow in other areas and I'm going to continue for the rest of my life. But this thing's, this, this ain't changing. This is, I'm done. This is my maximum amount of growth. And, uh, and I, so I respect somebody who, who's like that. I, what I don't respect is somebody who, um, is that person isn't willing to grow and then blames everybody else yes. for their unwillingness to grow. That's what is so, and, and you know what? It, it takes a really big person to own up that I've been that person. And you know what? There was a period of time in my life when I was that person. Like when I was getting clean, of course, when I was in active addiction and in home, you know, I was struggling with all kinds of things in life. Totally. I was, I was the world's biggest victim. Right. And then as I started to get clean, you know, when I was 24 years old, I was, I was, I was, you know, I had a little bit of a victim mentality. Um, but man, it took a lot to own that. Like it took a lot to own that and be honest about that. And, um, and so what happened when I owned that and I was honest about that, my entire life changed my entire life because I went from being powerless to being powerful. I, I went from being out of control to being in total control. Right. Even if I was in total control because I was saying, I'm not willing to work on this, but I am willing to work on that. I now suddenly had this sense of control that I could change, that I could change the trajectory of my life in any particular area that I wanted to, just like you said, that I wanted to, that I was willing to do the work. Yeah. And that's been the theme of my life over the past decade is that most things I've been willing to try um, and uh, and I, and I haven't quit. And I, I think we should maybe just touch on this just a little bit because you touched on consistency, but, um, I just would like to hear your version of it. I'll tee you up with this question. I think the power of not quitting is ridiculously undervalued in, in this industry. And here's what I mean is that what most people do is they try something for a little bit, run into a couple of snags or their, they, they, their victim stancing or their money, money, uh, their money mantras or money soundtracks get the best of them and they quit. And they, they say, well, it was the business model or I didn't get enough support or whatever it was. Then they go on to the next thing. And that same pattern repeats itself over and over. So they're great at starting, but they never follow through with anything because following through with something me, it, inevitably you have to face yourself. Inevitably you have to face your limit limiting beliefs. Inevitably you have to face your, uh, your, your, uh, your, um, your, uh, your, uh, your, uh, I just said it a while ago, your, your imposter syndrome, how you feel, uh, you know, just your own version of imposter syndrome. Inevitably you have to face you, the skeletons in the closet, the weaknesses in the patterns, right? Inevitably. And what most people, uh, who stick with a business and face those skeletons succeed in that business even if it's not their favorite business that they've ever tried, you know, or the, I mean, it's like, just go find a business and stick with it for a year and just see what happens. Even if it's not your favorite business, 
how has your what has consistency meant for you? Well, you know, whenever I whenever I first started this, I had made zero dollars like everybody else. I mean, nobody like you, Dave, you said just a minute ago, you started with nothing, you know, and luckily my husband did support me, but um, I committed to it and I told myself, I'm going to do this for two months. You know, if I don't get anything out of it, then I might consider something different. So I was consistent. And my first, my first big commission came at week five, you know, um, staying consistent though, I could have easily been discouraged and quit at week three. That could have been so easy because you know, you're, you're doing something totally out of your comfort zone. For me, I was making these TikTok videos and posting things three to five times a day. And some of the people I'm trying to help now, they'll say things like, how do you make a video when you haven't made any money yet? That, that is kind of awkward, but I just stuck to it. You know, I, I, cause I had learned things and I just talked about what I learned and I was just consistent with that. And I've consistently just been honest about my journey. Like, yeah, because honestly, I work full time. Honestly, I don't have a lot of time every day to commit to it. Some days it's, one hour, some days it's three hours, you know? Right. Um, consistency. Some weekends it's that half hour, like you mentioned before. I mean, you know, I was at a ballpark all day. Um, and my daughter's teammates, they want me to make like dance move TikToks. And that's just not who I am. I can't do that. I'm <laughs> not good at that part of it. But if I tell people all the time that are messaging me like, and this is another thing I'll just admit, I don't even know how to look into my back office to see how many of my leads are clicking and blah, blah. I, I, I don't give much attention to that, honestly. And when something goes good for me, I continue with what's good. I don't focus on what's bad. I probably should. But my advice to people is just keep doing what you're doing. You know, keep doing what's working for you. Stay consistent with it. Stay dedicated and then let it pay off. Because, you know, if somebody told me you can make a $7 investment and make $300, I'd be like, oh, that's okay. That's what I did in my first month. That's a pretty good investment. I don't know if it's worth it or not. It's a pretty good investment. But if somebody could tell me that you could take a course for $7, that could inspire you. And five minutes later, you'll have, I don't know. I don't know if I should say how much money I've made, but you know, almost. Um, I don't want to say that. Yeah, a I mean, of money. Yeah, I, I mean, don't like what, to do that. Here, the bottom line is whether you've made a thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, thirty thousand, a hundred and thirty thousand. Here's the big disclaimer. Sarah's results are not typical. And uh, most people who buy any how-to training online make no money at all. I tend to believe, now here's David's opinion. Okay. I tend to believe that that's because they do nothing at all. <laughs> right. right. Am right. I am I sitting next to each person? No, but I tend to believe that they, they, they do nothing at all. Right. But mm -hmm. anyways, um, continue on. And I appreciate your 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 ear or eye for compliance and making sure that we we don't give people false senses of hope. I mean, the truth is, is that I get really excited. There's such a fine line because people want to see proof, but then we have to not, you know, we have to make sure that we're not trying to bait people or act like every single person who spends $7 is going to make, you know, tens of thousands of dollars or who spends $2,500 on our blueprints is going to make tens of the, the truth of the matter is, is that your, your personal story and your personal experience is extraordinary. And it's because you did, it's, I don't mean that you're not an extraordinary person, but you've just, for me, 
I was an ordinary person who just took extraordinary action and developed an extraordinary mindset and I guess determination to succeed. And it was less about the money, honestly, for me. And it was more about making something out of myself and proving to myself that I could succeed and do something. You know, that that was kind of in that all my mistakes were not in vain. And I think reaching deep down and figuring out what your why is, is, is really important. But look, Sarah, I know that you have a full-time job. I don't want to keep too much more of your time. I just really appreciate you coming back on, sharing your journey. Is there any other tips or things that are helpful that you want to leave, you know, our community here at Legendary with that you now are such an important part of, you know, being a returning guest and being that this is the only training that you've ever taken. I feel honored and privileged <laughs> that, you know, like that, that is all, that's always cool. You know, that somebody comes in so brand new and has never had any previous experience and takes your training and goes out and crushes it with it. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. I had no experience. And when I say I don't have time for more training, I don't really mean that, but I mean, why would I go look somewhere else for training whenever I've got plenty within the company? I've got plenty. I've got more than what I've even gone through yet, to be honest. You know, I would just tell people that are listening that are within Legendary, you know, to just um, be consistent and don't be afraid to be a little abnormal. Um, whether you talk about that or not with your family and friends, like I said, I didn't really tell anybody <laughs> that I was doing this until I gained confidence in it. But the best way to gain confidence is to work on things and gain knowledge and experience because your confidence, like what you just said, that's what sells. That's what, that's what comes through. I mm -hmm. talked to a girl who's doing a t-shirt business this weekend. She's one of my new friends. And I said, have you ever thought about like doing an email autoresponder? And she looked at me like it was foreign. And I was like, no, yeah. you should learn about it because it's, it's, it's transformed my mind. It's transformed how I think about things. When I go shopping and they ask me for my email address, I'm like, huh, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> you're going to send me a coupon. I know what you're doing. <laughs> but yeah, just, well, what just blows my mind is when I go to a restaurant or a shop and they don't try to collect my email. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? I know. This is such a waste for you. Yeah. So it's just legendary has been great for me. I, um but I haven't been lucky, you know, I've just listened to what y'all have taught me and I've put it into play and put it into motion and I'm committed to continue to learn. Um, so catch, catch me in six that, months I and see what that, I'm doing. I can tell that lucky comment, you know, really kind of threw some fire under your butt. Yeah, I did. I'm, I'm a little bit competitive, you know, so don't. Yeah. Just, yeah. You brought that up a couple of times. I can tell that that's, you know, and, and that's exactly a great, a great example of like, well, how do we deal with the, the hater comments? Well, um, exactly like Sarah is use it as fuel. All yeah. right. That's so, I all right. Well, Hey, look, thank you so much. It, it appears that my internet has all of a sudden started sucking. Uh, and I'll I don't know if I'm coming through clearly, okay. am I? Um, you're freezing. I know again. you're a rock star. <laughs> I did right. not take over well, the show. Totally kidding. All right. Well, we'll see you later, Sarah. Come back in a couple of months. Okay. Okay. Bye. All right. See ya. Bye. 
All right, my friends. Uh, it appears I am freezing. I'm so sorry. Get out of here. Have a great day. What an amazing episode. Go follow Sarah. I'm going to just leave her banner up here for a couple of more minutes so you can just go find her and get the hell out of here. Have a fantastic Monday. Be legendary. Peace.